Toronto proud to announce from Zurich, Men's League Switzerland, from US program, Austin Matthews. apologize in advance for our start of the excess noise because again it's the only time I can record because of school and responsibilities and all that kind of stuff and I just can't uh, stop everybody else from doing what they're doing in this place so that's how it's gonna go so uh, talk about the Leafs week some of the upcoming stuff I may on my uh, projections or some other stuff Sort of depends how long this goes, and and then in part two, regular winners and losers news. That's kind of interesting uh, and fun, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, let's just get started. So this was the week of uh, hopefully redemption that we were all thinking about um, after the ridiculous uh, David Ayers thing, which was pretty good story actually. It was it was funny. Um, when I say ridiculous, I just mean how badly the team played in that game uh, at that point. Um, part of it, I think, was just because, like, do you really want to embarrass this guy? Uh, you know, get, like, 10 goals on him? And I think part of it is, like, well, even if they win, uh, will it be, like, well, the only way they could win is on a goalie like this? Um, it was, I think, either way, especially because it's Toronto and the attention they get... Uh, they probably wouldn't have looked too good. But at least if they won, like, you know, like, whatever, 7-4 or some weird score, most people would have been like, well, they did what they had to do to win, but they didn't uh, purposely embarrass somebody who was in there. Uh, but instead, they just embarrassed themselves. And so when it came to this week and you're looking at what's going on, uh, you really wanted to know, like, can is it going to be a bounce-back week? Is this going to be another... Win one, lose one, uh, horrible week, or what are we going to see? And so it came to the first game, which was against Tampa. And I think when I first looked at this uh, this matchup, I was like, oh, great. They're going to lose this one. Um, I think it's just the negativity in me, the anger over all the other crap that's been going on, just boiling out over that last week. Um even though they've beaten Tampa before this season, it just, I was looking at it like, oh, great. Uh, but it turns out it was a really good game. Uh, Tavares got a couple goals. Muzzin got a goal. Um, it was, I don't know, it was pretty interesting back and forth. I didn't really feel like they were overwhelmed or they or they won just out of luck. They actually played really well. Um, it's interesting to see that as well because it's most likely they're going to be playing Tampa in the playoffs. It, and it does look like the Leafs are going to be in the playoffs, so this could be a, a good sign that it's a team that they can match up well against because, uh, thankfully, they won't play Boston again because that would just be annoying. But they'll probably end up playing them in the second round if they win, so we'll see. Um, 
that's actually that's also another matchup to keep an eye on is who Boston ends up playing. Uh, if it was a team like Columbus who actually had their full roster and not like the super injured roster right now, um, I would see that as a really good matchup. Uh, but right now I'm like, uh, maybe, I don't know. Uh, Carolina might actually be a good matchup for them uh, if they get their stuff together. Um, some of the other teams like the Rangers, eh, I don't know. I feel like they're a good team, but I don't know if this is real. This is who they really are, or if this is just, you know, some players having really good years and it's propping them up higher than they should be. It feels like it's a step too soon. So I feel like they could end up getting in and then just running out of steam and getting crushed. Um, but yeah, anyway, the Tampa game, that's what I was talking about. Uh, yeah, it was good to see, happy to see it. Uh, but I still had that feeling like, yeah, I want more than this before I calm down in my uh, my rage. Um, and then the next game came, and it was Florida. And my first thought was like, oh, great. Uh, they, they blew it on these two, or the last two times they played this team. And I think, and this time they have Barkov back. Sweet. Um, but as it turns out, they won again. Uh, I was actually pretty surprised. It again, it was another like really solid game. There wasn't any, um, I don't know I didn't really feel like for a moment that they were going to blow it this whole game. Uh, I didn't feel like they were overwhelmed. I felt like they just played a solid 60 minutes, and again, I was shocked like, oh, okay. Um, I did kind of feel that Florida, like, I don't know if it's Bobrovsky or their defense is the main thing, but there's just something about this team that they're just not ready to compete, which is horrible to say after a team that's been rebuilding for, like, 25 years. Um, it it just seems off. And then they traded Trocek, and I think... Sorry. Part of the rumors that are going around are... Uh, that the, the owners want to cut $10 million off their budget. And so that was part of the reason of trading Trojak and they wanted to mix it up, blah, 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 blah. That's, that's one of the main problems with that team is that the ownership is just so all over the map. I can't remember the owner's name, but he's like a big friend of uh, Trump. And he's like one of these billionaires that just like wants to take control and do his thing. Um, and he was the one that like f wanted... Uh, Gerard Gallant fired when he did. Uh, he was the one that got moved Dale Talent out of the GM position when the team was actually doing well. And then they brought in this analytics group because they were trying to do the whole Moneyball thing, which is really stupid if you understand statistics. Um, and then a year after they they failed the team or it just wasn't going well, uh, they brought Talent back in. And so... Now Dale Talon comes in with his team that has been disrupted for a year by someone else, and he's supposed to bring it back. And you know, and now with budget, con well, okay, so now he's supposed to bring it back. He gets some time to bring it back, and then he gets this opportunity to sign supposedly the best goaltender in the uh, in the league, or one of them anyway. Uh, gives them the big contract he wants, gets the coach he wants, and now the team still isn't doing well. So they're like, well, let's just slash the budget. Uh, and all this is over, like, what, three years or something? Like, that team has gone through some wild spins. Um, not to mention the whole uh, group of players they let go to Vegas. Um, the 
basically gave Vegas like a top line. Uh, like it's kind of it's so stupid because if they had, I don't know, maybe just lost one of the players or just made some better trades, maybe they'd be in a better position. But like, it just feels like it's one of those teams that is pushed around by the owners a lot that it kind of disrupts how the team can be run and it doesn't allow them to build enough uh, consistently over time and it's just very reactionary that's how I see the whole Trocek thing and him having to be traded uh, for money concerns and it's I, 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 I wouldn't know what to say if I was a Florida fan like you, you finally get this team your owner's willing to spend money. He does it one year. He goes, well, it's not working. Screw this. And then and then makes you, and then drops the budget. Like, that's not going to help the team at all. So, I don't know what to say for those fans, but thankfully they lost because yay Toronto. And uh, at this point, with the most recent win two over Vancouver and Florida only getting uh, one point, they're only five, they're five points away. Uh, Florida is, so... It's pretty good news, uh, bad news for Florida, but I'm not that sorry because the owner kind of reaps what he sows in this situation. Okay, then the next game was against Vancouver, which was last night, and it was a pretty good game. Got to watch my two favorite teams play. They're both in uh, kind of a good position for the playoffs, hopefully, and they're both playing pretty well. They both got a lot of young, good players. It was really cool to see, especially this time, because... That one, I don't remember, it wasn't this year, but it was last year. There was a big Vancouver-Toronto game, and Pedersen was injured or something. So it was like, oh, great. Like, you don't get to see that matchup. Um, but anyway, we got to see this game. And Demko actually looked pretty shaky. Uh, he, looked, he looked good in the season, early in the season for Vancouver. And uh, it seemed like, well, he might be ready to take the position as number one over Markstrom. And then uh, Markstrom gets injured. He's gone for a few weeks or something. And or I think he's, he's reevaluated in two weeks. And then anyway, so he comes in to take this position and he's looked shaky in almost every game. Uh, he let, He's not in position. He lets in a couple goals he's not supposed to. Uh, it just doesn't look good. And that second goal and like the fourth shot or something that uh, Toronto got was pretty bad. It was That was a weird angle. Matthews, I mean... Matthews is good, obviously, but that uh, that probably shouldn't have went in. And he's looking at the, you could see he's looking at the bench like, oh, crap, am I out? And uh, I guess they didn't take him out. I think it's because they had another game today. Uh, otherwise, I think they might have. Um, but anyway, he stayed in, and, you know, it seemed like Vancouver actually was going to come back. You know, they got that other early goal. I think it was the first shot on Markstrom, and I was thinking, like, Oh, is it going to be one of those games where it's like 6-5 or something by the end? Um, uh, so anyway, they ended up tying it up. And then it, it honestly, it seemed like to me that Toronto just took control and they kind of owned the game from then on, even when it was like when it was 2-2. Uh, then they got ahead and it was, you could just, I don't know, you could just feel that it wasn't, unless Vancouver got really lucky, it didn't seem like they were going to be able to score. Uh and some of their big forwards, like I feel like, I don't know if Pedersen's tired or injured or he's overwhelmed or something, but he doesn't seem to be playing as good as he was at the beginning of the season. Uh, Miller and Toffoli and Pearson, like all the players they traded for are playing better. Uh, Bo is obviously playing good, but he's still got a bit of a 
he he has a heavy workload, so I'm not too worried about him. So yeah, it just seemed like their forward, like their big name forwards, aren't able to push through. Uh, thankfully for Toronto, uh, they were, and you know Matthews gets his goal and everything. But this has definitely turned into the season of Hyman. I don't know what he's possessed by, or if it was the extra rest because he missed what was it two months or something at the beginning of the season. But he has just been a man possessed this whole season. Uh, this might just end up being a career year, his career year, and he never gets plays like this again. Uh, hopefully, they can take advantage of that in the playoffs. But he's playing amazingly, and it's going to be kind of funny when his contract comes up in like a year or two. Uh, like, what are they going to pay him? Like, there's no way they can pay him. They'll be able to pay him like five million. Like, they won't have enough cap space by then. Um, so, what is he really worth? Like, is he? He's probably going to want Tom Wilson money. That's that's kind of. The, the thing I keep thinking about kind of makes me laugh because whenever I hear that Tom Wilson money, it seems like all the like decent power for power kind of like assist forwards that can also score some goals are all wanting Tom Wilson money, which I thought was a bit high anyway. But uh, that could be very well what he drives, and then he'll just decide to give a discount or stay or to stay or say screw that. I just want to go cash in. You never know what's going to happen. Um, Definitely wouldn't blame him if he did that. And yeah, he's just definitely outplaying himself, uh, outplaying his contract by a lot. It's got to be one of the best contracts in the league right now. I think he's only getting like 1.2 million or some stupid thing. Like it really doesn't make any sense. Um, so after these three wins, it left them like a really good uh, outlook for the rest of the week or outlook for the playoffs. They've got a five-point advantage on... Florida and it's not even close for the next team which is Montreal or Buffalo somewhere in the basement of no no chance and uh, yeah it feels like they've they've got a pretty good chance of making it uh, I I'd be surprised if Florida was able to go on a run long enough to overcome this the way they're playing because it's not like they're playing well and just getting unlucky it's like their goaltending has sucked all year Bobrovsky's basically making uh making the case that he's like a $1 million goalie this year as opposed to a $10 million goalie. Their defense is non-existent, and they just can't string together wins. So it seems, I don't want to say lock, but it seems pretty clear that they're probably going to not make it. So I feel like Florida's just got to, I hope they just fade into tonight, honestly. I really hope. I don't want to stress over this anymore. Um, it would have been a disaster if they missed. I would have been pretty annoyed. Um but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, and so this week, uh, we have upcoming four games, or or sorry, three games. We have Saturday, uh, Tuesday against San Jose, Thursday against LA, Friday against Anaheim, and Saturday, no Leafs. What are they thinking? Why did they do this to us? Um, so it's that California swing, which right now should be a good, uh, there should be a good chance to look at two out of those three games. I would... I'm going to be really annoyed if they, like, lose all three or something, and then I come back and I'll just be like, well, here we go. Florida's got back up again. We're screwed. Um, but, I mean, they're playing San Jose. San Jose did beat Pittsburgh, but they've been playing horribly recently for some reason. I don't really know why. And I haven't really found an answer. And they're just, like, San Jose, they're just done. Like, they, they could beat San Jose. Their goaltending sucks. 
their offense isn't the greatest. Like they they should easily be able to take advantage of this. They've got enough momentum. They don't need to worry about uh, this hungry San Jose team ready for the playoffs. This fine tuned machine that they used to be. I I'd be really surprised if they lost this game. Um, same thing with LA. LA just they don't have enough scoring. Their goaltending's been kind of crap. Their defense is basically surrounded by Drew Doughty and. Uh, the odd good player here and there. They traded away most of their best players. Like, it shouldn't be a problem. Anaheim. Uh, Anaheim's traded away players, but they've just got a mishmash of young players that a skilled Leaf team should be able to just crush. Uh, there shouldn't be a problem here. Um, I'd love it if they just kept winning, because, like, to really show that they're a Stanley Cup contender, they need to keep winning. You can't just have a three-game winning streak, lose two, win one. Uh, they need at least one good winning streak at the end of the season, like five, six games or something, just to show that they can be consistent and keep working hard. And even when they lose a game, it better be like it has. It better not be because lack of effort, like some of their previous games. Um, and this is the time for them to show it. They've just got three teams they could just take advantage of in like a beautiful state of California, and I. I just be I will be super annoyed if they this good week that they just had turns back around on them, because that's sort of been their mo all season is that they just you think for a while like oh yeah this team's gonna be amazing, and then they just blow it, and they go through these weird spells where it's like they're just drinking every night or something or or phoning in the effort and it's super frustrating. Um, I think uh, this week I was uh, tweeting at a lot of people about this and the frustration and a lot of it I think just comes from the fact that this is a really good team that just does not play well for some reason uh, they just go through these stretches where they give up and it'd be one thing if you were a Detroit fan and you're like well I knew there was a rebuild time they they don't have a lot of good players yet uh, they're good they're you know it's a big transition same thing with like LA or or um, Anaheim like you kind of expect it, so you're just you want to watch their games. Hopefully they win. If they don't, you're like, ah, it's okay. Um, but at this team, it's like when your expectations are so high, and they just don't even come close to meeting them. You're like, what is going on? Um, it'd be similar to how Florida fans are feeling about their team right now. Uh, you just you just can't like put it together. Like you want to be positive and look at it in a good light, but you can't because. It's just the effort isn't there. You know, I'd say all that about the Leafs, but for, you know, the thing about Vancouver, at least, as I've been watching them, is they put in the effort and they try. So when they lose, you're like, ah, oh, damn, you know, uh, inexperienced goaltending, bad luck kind of thing. But I have not been able to give those excuses uh, to Toronto, and it's, I would like to. I would I would really love to see that they were just a super hardworking team and uh, that, you know, they just got unlucky or something, or their goaltending's just having a rough patch. Uh, but no, couldn't do that. Uh, so this is a perspective positive week. Uh, I hope next week is even more positive, although no hockey I get to watch on Saturday, so I'm kind of, like, annoyed at that. Uh, that's usually my favorite day to sit down and watch hockey, so uh, CBC or Rogers or whoever sets up the schedule, like, get your shit together. Leafs every Saturday, please. It's like the third time without them, and it's a hole in my heart for three times in a in a year. Is not fair. Better not happen again this year. Um, uh, upcoming things to look forward to. 
is we have Riley and Cece should be back soon, I believe. I think they're coming back in two, three weeks or something. It's right around the time that Muzzin comes back. He was projected at four weeks, so the 20th-ish of March. Uh, if the team can keep this spread between them and Florida uh, until those players come back and then give those players a chance to kind of buff up the team, uh, play a few games, they should find themselves in a good position for the playoffs. Um, it just It'll just all go to show how they can look at the current situation and take a positive spin on it. Um, which was kind of funny the, with Kyle Dubas tweeting that uh, Chinese farmer at somebody this week as like a, this like meta view of like how to look at losses and everything, which was pretty funny at the way it was taken on TSN Overdrive and uh, through Twitter. Like people are like confused by it, and then some people who actually watched it are like, yeah, I get it, and like, but really, is that all you got to say? Um, but obviously, what else is he going to say? He can't come out there and be like, well, yeah, we suck, and uh, I don't know what's going on. Which is similar to what he said <laughs> at his press conference, actually. <laughs> what he said is like, I'm not going to bullshit you. I was like, wow, I can't believe he said that. Um, but it was, yeah. Where was I, where was I going? Um, yeah, anyway, it, it all looks good right now i just hope it keeps this way i hope they do learn something from it and that the team has learned something from it kyle dubas has learned something from it about the kind of team he needs to win and what he might have to do for next year uh and hopefully there's a shift in philosophy there where we don't find ourselves like seeing the same team next season just like give up at periods and not try and playing to like 75 percent of their potential because certain players like I, I always make this comparison about uh, Matthews to McKinnon, but like, it's because they're both great players. They're both big players. They're fast enough. They're good goal scorers. But McKinnon puts in the effort to just push people out of the way and, and will goals in when he can. And Matthews never does that. And I just want to see him do that. And once he does that, he will probably be considered for MVPs and Selkies and all kinds of rewards because he'll just be a much better player. Uh, but I feel like he he plays well. He does a lot of good things out there, but he doesn't take that next step to like super elite status, which is what they need him to do. But anyway, that's it for me this week. Thanks so much for listening, and uh, bye.